0: News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company? Locations in South Bend and Warsaw, R&B Car Company, are your used car experts. Um, Let's see, what do we got here? Uh, There is some FBI movement on the election, just so everybody is clear. And and, um, I, I added several more stories into the Daily Show prep today for election stuff. But there's a, a former FBI special aide found a large number of absentee votes from non-residents in Georgia. So keep an eye on that. That happened in Nevada as well. Uh, but then the FBI has also requested vote fraud research. So they have reached out to the Voter Integrity Project. So the FBI is finally getting involved, and I know that brings mixed feelings for a lot of you, but the FBI is finally getting involved with, uh, with these efforts here. One of the things that we've run into quite a bit has been fake fact checkers. And I know that I keep promising you that the fake news flash is coming back. I just really, I have to finish the uh, the commercial for it and then we'll we'll be set to go. And I keep, I keep saying that, I realize I keep saying that, and I'm sorry, I've got to get it done. Um, you know, forgive me, it's a pandemic. That's an excuse that we can still use, right? It's a pandemic. But fact checking the fact checkers is critical because the fact checkers are often wrong. And I think that they're wrong on purpose most of the time. I've also told people you need to embrace lawsuits. Now you have to, I'm going to give you a little story here and I'm going to dive into what's, what's going on. If you, if you go back several years, one of the things that a lot of conservatives, myself included would say is I don't believe in frivolous lawsuits And I still don't believe in frivolous lawsuits. Suing Kraft Foods because their guacamole doesn't have enough avocado in it for you is a frivolous lawsuit. But conservatives were all too often of the opinion it was a frivolous and waste of time lawsuit if you sued somebody for you know, harassing you or censoring you or what have you uh, on a, a digital platform or anywhere else. They just didn't view it as something that people on the right did. You only sued if you were injured or something of that nature. And as I've told people for a long time now, you have to adjust that attitude and more and more people are. So I got a call a few weeks back. I think I told the story on the show one time before. I got a call a few weeks back from my best friend and she said i need you to call when you get a chance i've got something really important to tell you so i'm like okay well give her a call and maybe she's pregnant again you know who knows and so i go ahead and I give her a call and and she goes um you know that job that i love i'm like yeah she said this is before the election she says um yeah i um i had to leave that job today And i said why She says, well, they saw one of my bumper stickers, which is a throwback to Ayn Rand, who she is a huge fan of. And she has used the term um, radical capitalist forever. And she got the bumper sticker. And she, I mean, I I got pictures of her wearing this shirt going back 10 years, you know. And um, her boss came in, one of her bosses, husband and wife team, came in and accused her of being a white supremacist. She goes, what the heck are you talking about? Apparently there is, which I think is fake. I think a lot of these websites are fake. I think that they're they're just, um, you know, set up by leftists to make it seem like anything is white supremacy now. But apparently there is a, a white supremacy website called Radical Capitalist, whatever. Ayn Rand wrote this, uh, well, she, she talked about it in speeches and things of that nature. This goes back to Ayn Rand, it has nothing to do with white supremacy. So we'd never heard of anything like that, I had to look it up, and this, this person accused her of being a white supremacist, which she clearly is not. Well, it got to the point where she said, all right, I'm not going to work for you if this is how things are going to go. So she left, and she was talking to me about this, and I, I, I said, you know what, I said, can you just do me a favor? Can you just contact a lawyer? Because she's now telling me other stories that have happened with other employees and with her before, and Her her employers are huge leftists, and it's you know it's a whole thing where left wing political stuff can be in the office like Planned Parenthood, right wing political stuff. uh, The moment it shows up in the office, people are are harassed and fired. Okay, so it's one of those things. I said, just do me a favor. I said, I don't know if you have a case. Just contact a lawyer, will you please? She's like, I don't want to sue over something like this. And I said, but here's the you have to start thinking, like you have to sue over this stuff. It is the only way. It is the only way that you are going to ever be able to have your freedoms, your liberties, and get them to start behaving. And I've told you this for, God, I don't know, a decade now? There is the old guard, if you will, in this old line of thinking from the conservative intellectuals that we're going to be the party of the uh, higher moral ground, right? We're not going to get in the dirt with the left. Here's, here's what that does. It makes you lose. That's just the reality. If you're the nice guy, if you're the pillars of moralism and you are the ones that behave and you never sling mud and you're gonna lose. And that's exactly what has been happening, which is why people were screaming for somebody who would fight back. And that's why you got Trump because finally somebody was fighting back. And then what happens? The the most crowd in the Republican Party is like, oh, this is so beneath us. They're they're out there in San Francisco farting into their their little uh their little martini glasses and smelling them. That's what they're doing. You're gonna lose. That is a loser attitude. This take the high road crap gets you defeat. That's all it gets you. You have to play by their rules because that's how the game is being played right now. They set the rules, they control all of the mechanisms that set the rules and allow the rules to be played out. You have to force them to play by their own rules and you have to play by them too. If you ever want to have a hope of beating them, you have to. There is no, there's no deviation from that. There's no argument against what I am saying because I can give you demonstrable example after demonstrable example of my career of how this works. The only thing that works is getting aggressive and fighting back using their own strategies against them. Now, I'm not telling you to become a subhuman like many of them are, but you're going to have to get aggressive and you're going to have to get litigious. You're going to have to sue them over everything because you're going to have to compel them to behave in a manner that is lawful, constitutional and respectful. That's the only way that this works. And decade upon decade upon decade upon decade of being nice, going along to get along, being super sweet and cuddly to the news media so that way they'll be nice to you when you run for higher office, none of that has ever worked for a single Republican ever. The only thing that worked was being a jerk. That's the only thing that worked. Look how much airtime Trump got in that uh, 2016 election look how much airtime he got just fighting back they couldn't believe somebody was fighting back it was entertaining and then they realized oh the more we put him on the more people realize he's the victim he's not the assailant this brings me to candace owens now i like candace owens personally you know that i've met her i think she's uh she's a nice woman Um, She has, I think she's very witty. And I think she's extremely good for conservatives and the Republican Party, especially for outreach to the black community. She's not perfect. Nobody is. Candace Owens is now suing fact checkers for getting fact checks wrong. This is what people need to do. I wanted to show that these fact checkers just lie, and they usually go unchecked because most people don't have the money, don't have the time, and don't have the platform to go after them, and I have all three, she says. Candace Owens challenged left-leaning fact checker site PolitiFact, which is, you know, one of the first ones out there, which is a partner with Facebook over a false rating, and she won. Not only did PolitiFact remove their false rating and retract an article on why Owens' video was allegedly false, but the site offered an added correction and admitted their fault. You realize this took her suing them to get them to do the right thing. Owens' video, which was posted on November 12th, offered commentary on the 2020 presidential election. and was captured. Joe Biden is literally... And legally, not the president elect. So, why is the media pretending he is? Now, I've already explained to you the constitutional and legal parameters around all of that. You all interrupted a very wonderful weathered fr- uh, Saturday and interrupted my yard work. Remember, I came back on Monday, chastised everybody. I mean, just being joking about it, but I'm out there doing yard work. My wife comes out and goes, Is it over? I'm like, no, it's not over. It's not going to be over until at least the 12th. What are you talking about? somebody <laughs> says it's over. Biden won. Like He can't win. The states aren't even done counting yet. And then there's legal challenges. And then there's recounts. And then there's canvassing. He can't win yet. He's not the president-elect. By law, Joe Biden, right now at this very moment that I am talking to you, ladies and gentlemen, on November 30th, uh, 5.18 p.m. Eastern time, Joe Biden is not the president-elect. Period. End of story. That is the law. He is the presumptive winner. And as I said before, it is not semantics, it's civics. So Candace Owens put out a video on November 12th making those very same points. And she was fact checked with a false rating from one of the largest fact-checking organizations which partners with Facebook and social media as lying to everybody. Except she's right. So she had to file a lawsuit in order to win in court and force them to take this down. You have to sue everybody now. And I don't like it any more than you do. But this is this is the stage that we are at. You have got to sue them when they lie about you. Every time President Trump threatened to sue a media outlet for lying about him with a story that was demonstrably false, I praised it while the media was pretending it was somehow an attack on free, free speech and freedom of the press. The press doesn't get to lie about people without having some repercussions. They are not given complete immunity from that this is exactly what people need to do you might have your problems with candace owens but the fact of the matter is she's right that fact check was bullcrap and she had to take them to court and win in a court of law for them to admit that they were lying it wasn't a mistake it was a lie it is it is a 30 second Google search for you to figure out when you become president elect and you cannot be president elect right now at this stage. Period. End of story. This is what people have to do. Play by their rules, sue them anywhere, any way, anyhow. And as many times as you need to do it to get the information corrected. This is what has to happen if you're going to be able to be successful in the current battlefield where it, it completely exists in the digital realm at this point. And there's still many people out there unwilling to engage in that battle. And those people will not win anything. More coming up. Ninety-five-three, MNC. And good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Here's a question that I get a lot. Casey, what did Southwest Vision Center give you to fix your dry eye syndrome? Because I talk about the drops and the goop and the things like that that Southwest Vision Center prescribed for me, which helped my dry eye syndrome tremendously. My eyes feel so much better now. I used to have probably one to one and a half weeks out of the month where my eyes were burning they were literally on fire without flames they just they hurt you couldn't open them they were constantly being squinted and i get it maybe once every two months now so it is so much better and when they when i go back into southwest vision center and they they look at the oils in my eyes and everything else they they notice that my oils are being produced much better than they used to be which of course lubricates the eyes and make sure that you're not irritated. And I get this question all the time, Casey, what are the things that they they gave you that will make your eyes better? First of all, everybody's dry eye syndrome is a little bit different. You've got to have an analysis done on your eyes and the oils in your eyes that your body produces and all of that, and that's going to dictate what they actually give you and what the treatment regimen is. And yes, it involves involves treatment, it involves drops, it involves goop, it involves uh, sometimes supplementation and a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, but it's easy to do, easy to follow and it works. So if you're actually dealing with dry eye syndrome, rather than hitting me up with a message for me to give you information that I can't give you, how about you just contact Southwest vision center and let them evaluate your eyes and tell you what the best course of action for you and your needs is. They're amazing. And every one of my listeners gets a discount at Southwest vision center, Go to swvisioncenter.com, swvisioncenter.com. Mention me, get discounts on pricing, and of course, they are the best place to take you and your family for your eye care. Southwest Vision Center, swvisioncenter.com. All right, what else do we have here? Oh, Mickey D's. McDonald's is back in the news. This I think this happened last year, too. I have to double check, but mcdonald's is being accused of cultural appropriation again Uh, this time quote cultural appropriation at its finest interesting choice of words Uh, so cultural appropriation at its finest why is mcdonald's being accused of cultural appropriation again you would think that they wouldn't be accused of this stuff with all of the commercials that they make catering to an urban audience but apparently that's not good enough McDonald's is accused of cultural appropriation because of its new jerk chicken sandwich. There you go. Yep. How dare they make a jerk chicken sandwich? For the record, it doesn't look like it's actual jerk chicken. I got news for you. You're not going to get actual jerk chicken at a fast food restaurant. You're not. It's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. what, do you, what do you But guess what you can get? Jerk chicken spices. You can get that anywhere. You know, you can go to the grocery store right now, and they have they have jerk spice blends that you can get, and you can put them on anything. And guess what? The stuff that you put them on are still seasoned with jerk spices, but they're not actually jerk dishes. Know what I mean? I, I, know I call people jerks all the time, so that might be a little confusing to some of you out there, but you can put jerk chicken spice on anything, and it doesn't make it jerk chicken. But they have a chicken sandwich with jerk chicken spices on it, and they're calling it a jerk chicken at McDonald's. And you can stop being so upset about it. If you don't like it, you don't have to get one. Uh, Somebody did make a claim that there's not a McDonald's in in Jamaica, which is uh, a fact check that I think doesn't stand up to muster, but I'm too lazy to look it up. So (laughs) if one of you wants to look up if there's a McDonald's in Jamaica, feel free to do that for me. I have no idea if there is one. But, yeah, cultural appropriation. God forbid that McDonald's should make jerk chicken. God forbid. In other news, the, uh, was this the World Economic Forum? Uh, Yeah, World Economic Forum is, uh, they are recommending that you and I start eating weeds. They've made this recommendation before, but I just wanted to remind everybody that they want you to go outside and eat weeds because they're easy to grow. They're rich in nutrients. uh, And we need to diversify our diets. Actually, we don't. We need to stop with that crap. Uh, And uh, yeah, they, uh, they taste great. They say, sure they do. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and go to my backyard and start scrunching down some, some weeds. Now for the record, you can do some very interesting things with dandelions. Um, And I'm not a uh, weed salad expert And I know that for some of you, it is just past 420. (laughs) For those of us in the Eastern time, time frame, that happened a while ago. But for some of you, it's just past 420. So if you have some weed salad recipes that you want to share on the Discord server, feel free to do that. But the World Economic Forum wants you, in the first world, to start eating weeds. Well, if weeds are so great, shouldn't we be planting weeds all over the place in famine-ridden areas of the, of the world, like in Africa and Asia, where they don't have any food. And then if we just plant all of these weeds, since weeds, you can't get rid of the stupid things. They just keep growing and growing and growing. Wouldn't that just solve the world's hunger problem if we did that? What about all of the uh, the starving kids in the United States, that yeah, heavily inflated number that they always give us, about one in four kids is hungry. Yeah, no kidding. One in four kids is always hungry. Uh, but they're not starving. That's It's a myth. But wouldn't it be wouldn't it be wise if every city just started letting the weeds grow? And then if anybody's hungry, just go pick the weeds and eat them. And then we wouldn't have a hunger problem anymore, ladies and gentlemen. More coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. If you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw rnb car company are your used car experts okay so january 20th is going to be a sad day for america because ajit pai the federal communications commission chairman is going to be stepping down from his post uh, that is the day that joe biden would be inaugurated should he continue to win this thing Uh, The announcement means that the FCC could reach a Democratic majority sooner than it would otherwise be able to. His decision to step down could have significant implications on net neutrality, an issue that helped define his term as chairman. Uh, Here's the thing. Uh, This is going to be a sad day for America because Ajit Pai was the best champion you have ever had for free speech in the federal government. Period. End of story. And there's a lot of people, um, ignoramuses who don't like him, who know absolutely nothing of what they speak. This guy, without a doubt, was your greatest champion for free speech on the internet. And yes, he opposed net neutrality, and net neutrality was a garbage pile of trash that darn near ruined the internet in the short time that it was implemented created all sorts of pathways to censorship and for governments to take over and shut down websites, which they did under the Obama administration. Uh, and the moment that they were done and net neutrality was reversed, all of a sudden freedom of speech tended to thrive a lot more as far as you being able to create websites and, and that sort of thing. The censorship came on platforms, um, which were, well publishers who describe, disguise themselves as platforms but this is this is going to be a bad day for the country i guarantee you that ajit pai is stepping down as chairman of the fcc now on that note us internet speeds are 91% faster in 2020 than they were the previous year so from 19 uh, 2019 to 2020 us broadband speeds increased 91 percent, nearly doubling now that's year over year okay so they do annual speed tests on this we've talked about it quite a bit over the years uh, particularly with net neutrality and that sort of thing so the us average broadband speed overtook the uk france and germany and germany is known for high internet speed so we overtook them for the first time in five years Broadband speeds in the EU overall rose 57% in the same time that ours rose 91%. And we were all told, remember, well, Booty Judgy, remember when he told everybody that the repeal of net neutrality was going to mean slower internet speeds? Guess what? I told you the exact opposite would happen. Hashtag told you. But unfortunately, uh, you've got a pro net neutrality administration coming in. Who wants to be able to control the internet and shut down websites just like they did in the last administration before Trump came in, and they were able to silence so many people who are opposed to the Obama administration. So this is this is one of those things that we're gonna have to deal with going forward, especially with the Jeep Pie not being the champion of the people. We've got more coming up. News Talk 953, Michiana's news channel. It's been a little while since we've given you a hydroxychloroquine study, although we did tell you that the hospital system in Bulgaria has been giving the, the hydroxychloroquine stack to hospital staff, and hospital staff has not been getting sick, and as a result, the hospitals in Bulgaria are not dealing with hospital staff shortages like we are in the United States. A new study has come out, and this study confirms results from previous studies which show that 84% fewer hospitalizations happen when a patient is being treated with hydroxychloroquine, the full stack, not just the drug by itself, but the full stack. Now that's with uh, azithromycin and uh, zinc that go along with it. So low dose hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin and zinc. So again, another study, there's a one that was done a little while ago, also in the 80th percentile, which shows a reduction in hospitalizations. Whereas remdesivir, you have to be admitted to the hospital just to get the drug, which is something that is frequently left out of the media reports of hospitalizations in the United States. If you're going to be treated for COVID now, you have to go into the hospital, Uh, although they're starting to do the plasma therapy, and then they have this ivermectin deworming agent, which seems to do some similar things to hydroxychloroquine. So. Just throwing it out there so everybody realized it. New study, 84% reduction in hospitalizations with the hydroxychloroquine stack versus those who didn't. Uh, One person on the stack died. 13 people who were not on the stack died. Here's Bill O'Reilly in the O'Reilly Update.